Hello folks, welcome back to the RLS podcast and we are doing a nice short and sharp episode today. Um, as truth be told, my timekeeping has been absolutely atrocious and I still think this is going to be a really valuable one um, as I know it's a it's a challenge that loads of my clients have and it's a challenge that I know loads of people my age, loads of people um that kind of do the same things as me in terms of like playing football, in terms of going to the gym, trying to get in shape without being an absolute robot and not enjoying social situations. So this kind of episode is going to be called How to Bevy and Still Get Results. Um, and yeah, it's it's not necessarily that easy. It's a pretty hard thing to do. But there's a, there's a couple of different things that I like to go over when I talk to people about this. And Again, you could talk about the basic things like stop drinking so many pints, stop drinking so many cocktails, stick to the the slimline mixers and speak stick to the diet coke mixers and try not to kind of try not to just drink too much. And there's loads of different things you can go into, but I think that just scrapes the surface and that's just basic information that you could literally get off anyone. I think it's good to go a little bit deeper and kind of just discuss like yeah discuss like the expectations that you can set with the current amount of drinking or the current amount of social events that you're going to and yeah just trying to gain like a little bit more control and the first the first kind of point that I like to make is like alcohol should be used to enhance a situation you should you should already kind of be going to that that social event or that meal or or that night out with the with the thought that, okay, this alcohol is not going to make or break this night. It is there to enhance it and to generally make it better, not to make or break it. It's not like if someone tells you you can't get a drink, you'll you'll flip the table and break out in a cold sweat. It should be used to enhance the situation, not make or break the situation. I think the main thing is, and I think this is the thing that I always touch on, when you want to bevy, and try to push towards some sort of fat loss goal or a performance goal, I think it's important to set expectations around what's possible. So basically, if you're going to go out every single weekend, stay out till 5am, you're going to drink 15 pints every single night that you go out, and you're going to have the absolute most ridiculous hangover the next day every single week, what expectations do you have for the results that you can get? And I'll make it very clear to people that I'm not going to tell you when to go out or how many times to go out or not to go out. That's not up to me. <clears throat> it's up to me to basically let you know what's possible with the current habits that you've got in place. And if you are going out, maybe going out hard once a month and you go out another time and it's a little bit more low key and you stay in two weekends and do something a little bit better for your health, then the expectations are completely different from if you are someone that goes out every single weekend on a bender. And it is possible to get results in both aspects, but person B that goes out to 5M every single weekend is probably going to take a lot longer. He's probably going to just feel generally like it's going to be harder. His sleep's going to be affected. His general motivation's going to be affected. His, his, kind of, his mental state on a Monday and a Sunday might be a little bit different. The strength that he's going to gain might be a bit, a bit different. He's going to have excess calories from all the drinking. Um, he's probably going to be hungrier. Um, so it's a case of how often are you willing for that to be the way that you're going to feel? 
Um, and look, there's not a right and a wrong answer. I basically just say to everyone, can we have a period of time where we now push a little bit harder um, and try to progress at a faster rate? And can we have a period of time where, okay, maybe you've got something booked in, uh, maybe you've got a stag do and you've got a wedding and you've got a night out and you've got the month of July just looks crazy. Um, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about that. There's, I have I have no problem with that. It's just about setting clear expectations to what's possible. And if you're expecting the results of a bodybuilder who stays in every single week, um, while you go out every single week, then it's just not going to match up. It's really just not going to come to fruition. So it's always good to mention these tips and tricks that can sometimes help. And I've kind of stated a couple of them already. And these are not necessarily tricks. These are just things that these are the this is the basic information that will help you perhaps reduce that hangover just a little bit and reduce the amount of calories that you're actually having on a night out. So first thing would be is diet Coke with a mixer or diet lemonade. Just make sure you're having slimline or diet with with any sort of kind of mixer that you're having. Um, again, the opposite of a trick would essentially just be like what you should probably not do. If you're going to drink pints all night, one, you're going to feel very bloated. Two, you're going to consume a pretty big amount of calories. If you're going to be drinking things like Dragon Soup, you're going to be drinking things like um, MD2020. If you find the calories out for them, you'll realize as to why they're probably not effective for fat loss or to stay in shape and your teeth probably be red by two hours in drinking that um drinking things like red wine white wine pretty excessive in calories um these are kind of things that you maybe want to avoid a couple of other things again you're probably talking about this being a little bit of a placebo but next morning after i've had a big night out i will be having electrolytes just so that i'm generally de i'm i'm not dehydrated um as that's what alcohol does to you. It, it dehydrates you severely. So make sure you're getting a load of water in, electrolytes. I sometimes like to take um, some sort of multivitamin, um, vitamin C, generally just eating a decent amount of fruit so that you're restoring all the things that have basically been knocked out of you from the alcohol. Um, and again, generally when I'm, when I'm waking up the next morning, I want to make sure that, okay, I'm not getting up at the crack of dawn probably, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make sure that I don't stay in bed all day because that is probably the worst thing that you can do. Just sitting there, not moving. And the matter of the fact is, you probably had quite an excess of calories on, say, it was Saturday night. So then staying sedentary all of Sunday is going to mean that you then don't burn any more calories. And then there's a good chance you're maybe having a takeaway or a, a higher calorie meal, um, and then that just loads on excess calories so if you can move on a Sunday I'm not saying that you have to go for a run or a swim or anything like that but making sure you go for a walk making sure you get outdoors and look I I still to this day um, maybe I'm just a weirdo I actually quite like going to the gym or going for a run as hard as it may be or going for a swim um, I generally feel better afterwards and I feel like okay I've moved my body I can now afford, afford to now go and sit on my arse all day Having okay, this one's probably a little bit deep. So a higher like having a higher purpose. Now let me give me a second for this one. So the ability to think, is this night out? Is this extra night out that I don't really need to go on? There's no point. It's there's there's no occasion. I'm just I'm just going out because fuck it, I'm going out. I've got nothing better to do. 
Um, sometimes when we think we have a higher purpose or we've got a, a big goal or a reason not to go out on this meaningless night out, it then allows us to progress a little bit further. Look, I am not someone that will say no to a birthday. I won't say no to a stag do. I won't say no to a night out that has a bit of meaning. But I know myself, if I continue to go out on these nights out just for the sake of it and I'm, I'm going out because it's my dog's birthday or something like that and tanning 12 pints in one night, I know if I do that every single week, I will, one, not feel very healthy, two, I'll make no progress with the gym or my fitness or my performance. Um, and I'll generally be taking a step backwards just for a pointless night out. Now, you could argue that ah, there's never a pointless night out. I have a great time every time I go out. That's fine if that's true. But for me right now, obviously, this is an individual kind of example. Um, I've got my coaching business. I've got Monday that I want to wake up on and feel fresh. Um, I've got a job that I want to kind of work hard at. I've got goals in the gym, like big goals in the gym that I want to kind of make sure that I'm feeling good for. I want to be happy with my body um, and that a lot of the time will if I'm weighing it up left and right does that night out outweigh the feeling of feeling really good on Monday and being able to train really well and feeling good at football or feeling good in my run does that night out outweigh the importance of that sometimes it will but the majority of the time it will not and that's just a sacrifice I'm willing to make and I think for yourself you've got to now make sure that you've got some big goals in place make sure that you've got some important things for you that that mean you can do that little scale and you can weigh them both up and think right cool what is actually more important to me right now and if every time the drinking and going out until 5am is the thing that wins then there's got to be more purpose on the other side there's got to be a pull to basically mean that you don't go out and how often do you see it and I can probably use myself as an example to be honest but you get a new girlfriend or yeah no, let's just use that example you get a new girlfriend and then your mates ask you why the fuck you're not coming out anymore you boring bastard you're whipped you're this you're that the reason you're not coming out is because the the, the kind of the importance of staying with that new girlfriend much outweighs going out with the lads on this random night out and it's not because you don't like the lads it's not because you've become a boring bastard it's become it's because your purpose has changed and the things that are important to you have changed a little bit in that time um but as soon as you break up with her you're straight back out with the lads because you've got this you've got nothing else there that really is keeping you in and I don't want to sound like I'm being really boring and I'm not wanting to seem like I'm coming from a direction of like, you shouldn't be going out because that's exactly not what I'm saying. I'm saying, if you, in the back of your mind right now, you've got this desire to change and you've got this, oh, I really want to make this difference, but I keep going out and I keep ruining it. Um, you've got to set bigger goals and you've got to have a higher purpose. Um, what that is, is hard to come by. Um, it takes a lot of thinking. It takes time to actually realize what that is. But my advice to you would be be accountable to something. Set something, set a goal that's actually quite scary and make a deadline. So I need to achieve X by X date. And that sometimes can, can allow you to kind of go, well, maybe I shouldn't go out on this pointless night out this weekend because I've got, I've got this thing that's meant to be 
it's meant to be happening in six weeks. Could be like a run, could be like a PB in the gym. And sometimes that can be enough. So the day after the hangover, um, I kind of touched on this already, but the hangover is typically the time, the day where most of the damage is done. Yeah, they can be painful. They can be, they can generally just make you feel like shit. Um, they can affect your attention. They can affect your decision-making. They can affect your coordination. You, all these things can be impaired. Um, your ability to perform like important tasks, even like driving and kind of generally just, just general tasks can be affected. Um, and you'll know how it feels. Like if you've had a really big one, you go into the gym on Monday and you're like, oh my God, this bench press feels 10 times heavier than it did last week. Um, so this is something that's that's gonna that's gonna happen from a hangover. And also the hangover, again, is the mental state that you can be in afterwards. And if we're talking about not just a hangover, a come down as well, it's a completely another story. Um, but that can then make you feel absolutely horrendous. Like you can be on Sunday night feeling like the world's a way to swallow you up, you can think, oh my God, I've got this to do on Monday, this to do, this to do, this to do. And anxiety is absolutely through the roof. And this took me a long time to actually like work on when I first started really making serious changes. I was like, right, how how more, how much longer can I actually afford to feel like this on a Sunday if I want to build my business and if I want to kind of, I want to take the next step with, with my performance and generally the way that I feel. And I was like, I can't actually do this much longer to this state. And again, an example would be I was just in Newcastle at the weekend there um, over Friday and Saturday night and there was a hell of a lot of drinking went on and just the way that I was feeling on Sunday was just like, this is absolutely horrendous. Like, I'm going to struggle tomorrow. And yeah, I did. It was it was hard. All the work that I was doing was making, it was my anxiety was through the roof. And even just the smallest of thing was triggering me like mad like the dog barked once and I want to stick my head through the wall so it's it's things like this how often can we afford to generally feel hung over and feel this bad because I hate to be like this but like imagine you're going out every single Saturday night and you're being hung over Sunday Monday if we take every Sunday Monday out of the year where you're not operating it at, even at 50 percent then what could we then achieve if we were operating even at 75% to 100%? Um, think about your career, think about your job, think about your fitness, your performance, so on and so on. Um, and again, when you're hungover, like, as I said, the best thing you can do is actually just go and move, go and do something, make sure you don't eat shit all day, and make sure you have some sort of nutritious meal, do something that's good for your good for your soul, do something like a, go for a walk, go for a swim, walk with a dog, just generally something that isn't, eating a Dino's kebab um, but not to say don't eat a Dino's kebab because yeah they're pretty good so the next kind of step would be and this is kind of one of the one of the last steps would be take a look at your month coming up or even better take a look at your next two months coming up and have a look so right now for me I'll, I'll use mine as an example so for June I've got a thing on this weekend the weekend after that I've also got a thing on the weekend after that I've not got anything on. And the weekend after that, I've just got asked to do something, but I'm apprehensive. I'm training for a triathlon. Um, there's a hell of a lot of training to be done. And for me, if I go out three times, and to be fair, I'm going out the first week in July as well. If I go out four times out of five this month, my triathlon will be compromised. Not fully, but it will never, it'll probably 
that's the difference of like minutes. That's the difference of, um, I mean, I'm not that sad to say I wouldn't go on a night out just because I want to pull three minutes off my travel. But it's again, it's this weighing them up left and right. What again? You can't see you can't see the hand gesture that I'm doing. I don't know why why I think you can. Um, but it's about it's about weighing up the options. And for me, I'm probably going to have to say no to at least two of those nights out. Not saying I can't go. I could go, not have a drink, and probably go home a little earlier. But I'm at the age now where I can't afford to go out every single every single night out that I want to go on. Um, and for me, it's it's easy. I just I just basically say, okay, yes, I'll go to that one. Yes, I'll go to that. One. This one I'm not going to drink. This one I'm generally just going to stay at home. Um, and it's about weighing your options up. What are the important occasions in the month coming up? Okay, I'm going to that. I'm going to that. This one I'm not drinking. This one I'm going home earlier. This one. There's nothing wrong with that. It may seem like you're being boring, but if you've got another thing that you really find important, why compromise it so much just for an extra five gins? Um, so plan ahead. Look at your months over the next two months and go, that's looking pretty hectic. Let's pull back here. This is looking a bit quiet. You could even go and ch- you can even go and do something then if you have your months looking really quiet. But you, you know how it is: June, July, August, September are always really really busy. This is us just coming off the back of a, a COVID summer, so this summer is going to be pretty full on. There's going to be a hell of a lot on. There's going to be wed- weddings, stag do's, beer gardens, and you want to enjoy it, but you don't want to sacrifice your health and all that comes with that just because you want to go out every single week. Um, and look, if you are listening to this right now and you're like, I can't relate, really can't relate, Ryan. I like fucking going out every single week. I don't know what you're on about. You sound like a boring twat. Um, then that's fair enough. Maybe this, maybe what we're talking about right now is not for you. And maybe you can't relate and maybe you don't really care. And I've got nothing wrong with that because I was once in that position and I wouldn't have done it any differently. Um, and I fucking enjoyed myself. But at the place that I'm in with my life right now at 25, um, different things are important to me other than alcohol. Um, I still love a drink. I was drinking gin and lemonade out of a shoe at the weekend there. Um, so I'm not pretending that I'm some sort of angel. I a subway in the shower as well. Um, that's just a, a confession that I thought I'd, I'd better make. Um, just so you didn't think I was just some sort of square that didn't drink. Um, but yeah. Again, one of the last things, I, I felt like the last one was the last thing, but this is the last thing. Sleep is going to be massively compromised when we drink alcohol. A lot of people say, ah, I just have a few drinks and I get a crack in sleep. You think you get a crack in sleep, but you don't. You're comatose, you're, you're knocked out and like if you're having quite a lot of alcohol, it can really negatively affect, not even just a lot of alcohol, a little bit of alcohol can really negatively affect your your REM sleep. So your like rapid eye movement. Um, I technically you kind of call that like your deep sleep, the, the restorative sleep, the sleep where you basically, your growth hormones at its highest and all the kind of repairing activities are going on. Alcohol inhibits that. So if you kind of come in at 2am after a night out and you just go, you get knocked out and you wake up at half nine and you're like, whoa, I slept for ages there. I must be a crack in sleep. I mean, I'm not wanting to give anyone like the fear that they've not got a good sleep, but nine times out of 10, you probably won't have had a good sleep. Hence why when you try to get to sleep on a Sunday night and wake up on a Monday night, you feel like you're absolutely groggy because you've you've upset your circadian rhythm, your sleep cycles totally in bits and you're generally just not feeling very good so my advice to you 
with sleep would be if you're drinking alcohol, you're just going to have to deal with it. But although if you've been on a night out, it's probably, you're probably not going to want to wake up at half seven like you do for work every day, but try to be within one to two hours of that any later. And you're really going to upset your, your circadian rhythm and the way that you, you kind of sleep usually. And the, the danger is if, like, if we're doing this every single Saturday night, we're going to be massively affecting our sleep on probably two or three nights until we basically gain that cycle back again. So something to consider and just something to understand that you're not restoring your body the same way that you would with alcohol. That's for any of you beer drinking um, midweekers. And last point, this is the last point. What are you actually capable of? So this is something that I asked myself a while back um, in terms of I'm more talking about my business right now. So I thought to myself, Right, I'm going out every single weekend. I'm really taking the piss now. I'm generally just steaming every weekend, feeling absolutely shocking on a Sunday. And every single Monday, the way that I felt was was compromised. And I just said to myself, well, what am I actually capable of if I can pull back a little bit? If I can drink a little bit less, go out a little bit less, what am I actually capable of in terms of my performance and in terms of how I can build my business? And this was Again, not everyone's going to be listening to this from a business side of uh, point of view, but this was this probably one of the single biggest things I did, which brought my business forward. The way that I could operate on a Monday morning meant that the clients were getting a better version of me. They were getting a more high energy version of me. I was more productive. I was better in the gym. Everything just started to get a little bit better. And if you're better on a Monday, you're better on a Sunday, you're better on a Monday, then you're better on a Tuesday. And collectively over a year and a half, maybe even two years now, me more often than not operating at 100% on a Monday has meant that my business is probably six months ahead of where it could have been if I'd been out every single week. Um, I'd probably argue even further. Um, so it's something to consider. What are you actually capable of if you pull back? Is there something else in your life that you don't know yet, but it could be you could gain a little bit of traction with it. It could become something that you become really great at. You could be a massive promotion at work just if you kind of rebalance your priorities. And again, people always speak about this, gaining balance. Like I want balance with my social life. I want balance with going out and, and, and making gains in the gym and getting stronger and getting fitter. The answer is there's really no such thing as perfect balance. Nobody really knows what there is but it's about trying and testing and about and it's about pulling back for a while and seeing what's possible, seeing how you feel, seeing how, how you can generally just operate on a day-to-day basis. Um, so put the beer down. No, I'm joking. Don't put the beer down. Um, saying this, I, I'm just like, again, I don't want to seem like I'm saying not to drink. Like I'll be having a drink this weekend, but um, it's just about, pushing hard at some points with with your fitness and with your health and and pulling back at some some points with your drinking um, and really seeing what you're capable of but hopefully that was useful hopefully i didn't go off on too many tangents um if you enjoyed that episode this is something that is really important to me um if you can share it on instagram or you can basically just share it anywhere share it in a football group chat share it in a just whatever, or even give me a message and please let me know if there was anything that you could resonate with, or please let me know if there's any episode that I've done so far that you've really enjoyed um, and you've taken a lot away from. If you can tell me that, then I can I can do more of it because I'm really trying to gauge what my audience likes right now and who's listening to it. 
Um, so if you can do that, if you can share it, it's massively appreciated. Um, and if you can as well, can you rate the podcast? If you are someone that listens quite often, can you rate it at the top? You can. There's an option to basically pick how many stars you want to rate it, um, preferably five. But if you really hate it, then I'm not going to be offended if you give me a one. But I will be majorly offended. Actually, that's a lie. Um, so thank you for listening, guys. Hopefully that was useful. See you later.